Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world and what time you're listening to me. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette, and welcome to My Orgasmic Life, the show that you takes you on an adventure that you're never quite sure where it's going to go. <laughs> and just like me. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, two things that I want to talk about before we get into our conversation today. So, number one, uh, everybody who's with me live, I love you. Thanks for being with me. Um, however, um, please keep your questions and your comments related to the topic that we are talking about, okay? If you don't, I'm going to ignore you. And it's not because I don't love you or that you're not important to me, but because we have a topic and we need to be on point. Two, the show, this show doesn't run itself. It costs money. And I lovingly would like to invite you to support me and support the show and support the cost, the overhead cost of running the show um, by joining my Patreon account, which I will share with you um, in the show notes, uh, in the description, and also at the end of the show. And the third thing is, is that this episode is brought to you by Tickle.life <laughs> for all your sexual wellness. All right, let's talk about kinky, baby. All right, so today's topic is what happens when you deny your kinkiness in relationships? And I have a lot of uh, firsthand experiences of this because majority of my clients that come see me, especially the, the pro-dom, the BDSM side of my, what I do, For everybody who's listening and can't see, I just picked up my favorite spanking utensil, my wooden spoon. Spank, spank, spank. <laughs> spank, spank, spank. Spank your booty. Woo! <laughs> All right, sorry, I got distracted. All right, back, <laughs> back to what I'm talking about. So, um, kinky. Okay, so when people come see me from uh, for BDSM, experience, whether that's a pro-dom experience, whether that's to explore kink, um, all the different variations which you can explore and find out more if you're interested in that um, side of my job of what I do in the world, you can uh, join, visit me at empressgaia.com. Now, what happens is, is that we feel like when people deny like completely deny who you are, like the core of us, who we are is a kinky sexual being. That, who we are kinky, so let's define kinky, so we're all on the same page. Kinky is anything that is outside of vanilla. And vanilla consists of being heterosexual, monogamous, doing it missionary position in the dark, okay? so. That's the that's what that's our baseline of vanilla. So if you are doing anything beyond that to somebody somewhere, that's kinky. So pretty much most of us are kinky across the board. 
whether we explore it, whether we own it, whether we are aware of it um, and accept it, that's another story. But at the core of us, our sexual desires, our true sexual desires, the things that create the most arousal response within us are in the realm beyond vanilla. Oh, lots of love, lots of love. Love you. Um, so what happens is, is that this is what I keep seeing in particular. Um, and in particular, I see a lot of this with, uh, you know, people who identify as male. They deny their true sexual desires and they fall in love. And they fall in love. And so this is kind of, it, it, it kind of goes into this whole Madonna whore complex. So let's actually, let's start with the Madonna whore complex so that we can backtrack it. So what is the Madonna whore complex? Well, the Madonna whore complex is, is that you've been programmed from a societal standpoint in North America anyways, I can only speak from that culture, from this culture that I grew up in, that um, you can only be either sexually attracted and lusting after the whore. So the, the, the person that you chase after, that you're excited about, that you want to do naughty, naughty things with, um, you know, the, but, but you would never date her. You would never bring her home to mom. You would never marry her. And she could never be the, the owner or she could never um, be the mother of your children. Okay, so that's the whore part of the complex. The Madonna part of it is the piece around, um, you know, once you fall in love with this particular partner, then you love them and they are not, you no longer sexualize them. They no longer, you can't do nasty, naughty things with them. You can't have wild, crazy sex with them. You certainly can't have kinky sex with them. And so what happens is, is that there's this, there's a, I will, I will be able to explore my sexual exploration with the whore, but I can't uh, explore it with the Madonna which basically causes some serious conflict within yourself. Because what happens when you fall in love? What happens when you fall, you know, you fall in love and the person that you fall in love with isn't the person who's sexually compatible with you. Because in order for you to love them, in order for you to bring them home to mom, in order for them to be the, you know, the mother of your children or the opposite way, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking in a very, very broad, general, uh, heteronormative terms, which is not how I roll, but just for the purpose of explaining it, it's just making it a little bit easier, okay? So if you don't fall into those categories, please bear with me and we'll, we'll, we'll see how this may, how you may have internalized this, okay? Because this is a cultural norm, a societal cultural norm. So what happens is, is you fall in love with the nice person. And the, the person that you want to raise a family with, the person that you want to have a partnership with, the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with except for the person that you are allowed to do that with is not the person who you want to have crazy wild sex with and swing from the chandeliers and let out your kink. Because we've been programmed that you're not allowed to do that. 
So here are the bad side of this. So that's a huge problem. The person that you love to fall in love with is not the person that you want to rip each other's clothes off and, and tie up and spank or be tied up and spanked by. <laughs> so you're in love and you're building a relationship and you may even get married and you may even have kids, but the essence of who you are as a sexual being, the kinky version of yourself, you are denying. And because you're denying that part of who you are, there's self-loathing, self-hatred, shame, guilt. Um, what ends up happening over time typically is there's a breach in the relationship. If, you know, eventually there's this place of, well, I need to explore this. I need to expand this. I need to, to express this part of who I am. And then people end up stepping outside of their agreed contracts with their partner or partners and start cheating and becoming unethical and all these things, which then leads to lying, which leads and cheating, which leads to feeling horrible about who you are, which breaches the, the trust within the relationship, which breaches any levels of intimacy. And we go down the rabbit hole of complete uh, Dis destruction of the relationship as well as of yourself and the reason that we're ta I'm talking about this is because I see this over and over and over again I see this with couples who come see me who who never you know they, they're in sexless relationships now because their true desires their absolute true desires are in the kinky realm and they can't talk to their partner about those kinky desires. And you, because what happens if they reject you? What happens if they judge you? What happens if they, um, you know, um, yeah, well, those are the things, two big ones. What if they stop loving you? And there's this fear that if my partner knew what I really think about and what I really desire and what I fantasize about and what I masturbate to, um, they'll think I'm disgusting. And depending on what partner you chose, there might be truth behind that. And that's the problem on so many levels. Okay. What else do I want to say about that? Mm. So how do we prevent that from happening? So, you know, we got some people talking about, you know, experimenting and having conversations and not denying that side of yourself. And I agree. I absolutely 100% agree. But there's a bigger issue before we can get into that place. We do need to understand why are we in falling in love? Like, why? Okay, so I recently was interviewed um, by Nicholas of Kinky Friends, and we were talking about love, and we were talking about romance, and we were talking about intimacy. And he said, and I love that he said this, he's like, true love is not having to delete your browser history. I was like, oh my God, I fucking love that. <laughs> it's true when you're really in love with somebody when true love true unconditional I am who I am you know who I am I can share who I am with you you can share who you are with me that's true love that's what 
relationships, true, epic, romantic, love, soul connection relationships are embracing and sharing all of who you are the sexuality of you, the deep sexual desires, the taboo places in, inside you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the scary, the, the mistakes we've made in the past, um, you know, uh, coming to the table with our vulnerabilities. All of those create vulnerabilities and vulnerability create intimacy and intimacy is what creates epic sexual connection, as well as deep, deep, deep loving connections with your partner or partners, depending on your uh, love style. For me, it's many. <laughs> For some, it's one. <laughs> so understanding that means that if you are married or you are in a partnership or you are seeking a, a, a mate to build your life with, that one of the criteria that needs to be in this seeking is complete disclosure of who you are as a sexual being and making sure that both of you are on the same page, not just in our sexual uh, uh, arousal levels, so how how horny we are, you know, how often do we, so no, we're not, we need to not just be compatible in our, you know, our arousal, meaning um, how horny we are, do we want sex every day, do we want sex once a week, do we want sex every six months, you know, like that's one level of sexual compatibility. But the other levels of sexual compatibility is can you let your freak flag fly are you compatible with each other do you have similar kinks can you explore those kinks together can you have conversations about those kinks if your partner isn't into what you're into can you guys come up with creative and ingenious ways in which to make sure that everybody gets their needs met if you're monogamous, how do we do that? If you're non-monogamous, how do we set up those down dynamics? If you're consciously monogamous, how do we, you know, how do we navigate that, right? So it's, it's complex, but the most important person or the most important piece of this is making sure that you are true to who you are. So here's, here's, here's what you need to do, or here's how we stop this pattern from happening where you end up denying who you are sexually and then cheating only falling in love uh with the madonna <laughs> or the good boy and then being uh wishing that you wanted the bad you know craving desiring whacking off thinking about fantasizing and even cheating with uh the bad boy or the bad girl slash whore <laughs> All right. Um, changing that dynamic of healing those wounds. That's number one. Number two is honoring and healing any guilt and shame and fear and um, maybe even self-loathing that's attached to your own sexual desires. Okay. So coming to terms with what they are, embracing them, loving yourself unconditionally about and who you are, accepting that. 
The third is making sure that when you seek out partnerships, that your partner and you can have a conversation about sexuality and sexual compatibility and your kinks and your desires. And that this is a conversation that is an important conversation and that it's a priority for both of you. So that before you invest, so this is the other part of this, is that I'm a firm believer and not everybody agrees with me and that's okay. But in my experience, both personally and professionally, as a holistic sexual wellness specialist, um, I'm a firm believer that when you're in the dating process, that the conversation about sex and sexuality and sexual compatibility needs to happen within the first three dates. I personally do it on the first one, but within the first three dates, before we get emotionally invested and emotionally charged into the experience of this person, because you can't fix that. So this is the one thing as a sexual expert who people come see me in sexual relations, like, you know, problems in their marriages. I can, I can fix a lot of stuff, but there's two things that I cannot fix within any relationship. One, sex drive. If they're so polar opposite of each other, one has a very, very low sex drive and the other person has an incredibly high sex drive, there's no meeting in the middle where both parties are gonna be happy if you're in a conscious monogamous relationship or a monogamous relationship, okay? And the second one is kinks. If you have drastically different kinks from one another and desires from one another, and that there may not be compromise being able to be made and meeting in the middle, that's something else that can't be fixed. So it doesn't matter how much you love somebody. It doesn't matter how wonderful you think they are. If that doesn't exist, those two, those two components around sexuality do not exist within your relationship, you will end up in a sexless relationship. There's no if and buts about it. You will, end up, you will land there. So if that's, there's that, not that compatibility, that doesn't mean that you can't have that person in your life. That doesn't mean that you can't love that person. What that means is that you guys are besties. That means you guys can be friends and you know, support each other and be friends with each other. But you shouldn't be in a partnership from a, from a sex perspective of that kind of deep intimacy with one another. Be best friends. Make space for the partner or partners that you have in your life that are allotted for uh, this sexual, romantic, intimate relationships to be sexual partners that you can have intimate relationships with. All right, so this is big. So the moral of the story, <laughs> be kinky, be proud, communicate, own. Now, if we, what happens if you're already in a relationship and you're like, oh, fuck, Gaia, where was this information three years ago? Where were you three years ago? You're like, what the fuck do I do now? Okay, so say if you're in that situation. Don't worry. Um, you might want to reach out to me so I can help, nav help you navigate that conversation and, you know, do some course correcting in that relationship with your partner. 
because your partner also will want to do some course correcting too, okay? So reach out, succulentliving.com, and we'll get you started out, all right? Even if you're like, oh, fuck, man, it's all right. We can sort it out, figure it out. Go team, go. Woo, woo. All right. So here are the ways. So I hope that inspired you. I hope they gave you something to think about. Because I know that all I want for every one of you is to have the most spectacular life filled with laughter and joy and authentic pleasure and, you know, being the best version of yourself and not struggling, but living a life that's amazing and easy and having love, epic, unconditional love, just very different than fairy tale, romantic, conditional love. And remember, a good thing to remember, do I have to true love, unconditional true love is not having to erase your browser history. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all for this episode. Remember, please support, support me. Please show up. Um, and here are the ways that you can support me showing up in the world. Okay. I, one, you can help enjoy my Patreon uh, account and support the overhead costs, as well as get some all sorts of great ways of engaging and interacting with me, seeing the back end of stuff, free content, content exclusively just for my Patreon people. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're also in, in you supporting me. I'm also continually supporting it back. Okay. You can send me, send me testimonials. Tell, tell me how the, an episode, uh, how a show has like transformed your life or inspired you or made changes in your life. That's, that's wonderful. I love hearing those stories. Send them private messaging me of, of how, how that's changing, you know, listening to me and, and my orgasmic life is affecting your life and helping to create more of an orgasmic life for you. Um, that's another way you can support me. Um, sharing my orgasmic life podcast with your friends, with the people that you that are around, say, "Oh my God, you got to check her out. She's fantastic." Um, you know, download, watch, listen to my orgasmic life on Spotify, Apple, Google, all the places that you have your podcasts um, and where you listen to your music, so you can have me with you all the time. Who doesn't need a little more guy in your life? <laughs> And remember, I'm always here for coaching. So you can reach out to me at succulentliving.com to book uh, some time with me, or you can reach out for all your BDSM and kink needs uh, at empressgaia.com. Have a beautiful day. May it be filled with kinky exploration and self-acceptance. Love yous. Bye-bye. <laughs>